0: guys welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Ideas. Today's episode will be a little different. We're going to be asking each other, Roman and I will be asking each other some personal questions. So we wanted to go a little deeper on this episode and we thought it would be fun and even an opportunity for our listeners to get to know us a little better. Yeah. So we're just gonna go with it. We're just gonna go with the flow and ask you we don't know what we're asking each other. So we're we'll be put on the spot today for sure. Okay. Um, but so who wants to go first
1: you can go first so (laughs) so my question for you is what would you say is the worst phase that you've had in your life wow
0: (laughs) um that's a very deep question (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't say it was the worst i wouldn't class i wouldn't label it as the worst phase because where i am right now i like to see everything as a lesson or a blessing or an opportunity to grow but to for the sake of answering this question i would say it would be not just one single phase it was just over a multiple of years of me not um following my own truth. Mm -hmm. I would say that was my worst phase of my life where I wasn't listening to my own intuition. I wasn't listening to my own voice and I was drowning in opinions and what other people thought about me and not living the life that I wanted to live. It was living a life based on expectations of others and I cared so much about how I was perceived. So I wasn't living... 's life, I was living someone else's life. And so I think that was the worst phase because now where I am right now, to even think of being in that place again, it almost makes me want to throw up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't regret any of it because I had to go through that and grow through that in order for me to get to where I am right now.
1: Yeah, and I think I kind of understand what you mean by that version of Umrhy because essentially those were the years where, you were still coming into your own mm-hmm. and getting to know yourself. And yeah, right. obviously that took a long time, but I mean, the version of you now, it feels almost like it's like a rebirth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> um, But yeah, that's, that's what I, I kind of see that as well. What you, yeah. what you mean by that.
0: Yeah, and yeah, so I wouldn't, like, sometimes we're like, oh, yeah, you know, that one year of my life, that was, yeah, and sometimes that is maybe the worst phase for someone. Uh, But for me, I would say it was definitely over a span of just many years until, I guess you could say I went through a birthquake, Mm -hmm. (laughs) where I was really forced to look at myself in the mirror and really ask myself, what am I doing? it really was a birthquake. It was a birthquake. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like, yeah, like you said, I am reborn, and it's just i am the real version of me like this real version was always there i just didn't know how to be her right um but yeah so moving on to your question um if you could tell your former self one thing what would it be
1: oh uh, i think i used to just take life so seriously like even as a kid Like, I remember in kindergarten, like, I was just never really that interested in, like, playing. I was more interested in learning Mm. because I felt like that will, like, serve me better in life at, like, in kindergarten, for God's sake.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're a pretty big nerd.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so it's, like, I I feel like I would have just told myself to, like, not take life so seriously. Yeah. And I think, like, now I have gotten to that point and it's... it's just becomes everything just becomes so much easier mm-hmm. it just doesn't affect you as greatly and I think I used to make drama out of every little thing and just be so dramatic and act as if my life was going to be over by the smallest of events right and now I'm just not really that phased by it now I'm like okay it's fine like life goes on <laughs> like, right you know?
0: <laughs> so you would tell your old self or your formal self to just learn how to play more
1: yeah and like not it's it does. it's not all that serious like you don't have to take everything so seriously just roll with the punches
0: yeah because this world is essentially our playground Mm -hmm. and sometimes we're so focused on what's ahead of us or what is behind us aka our past that we just forget to just center in and just be in the present Mm -hmm. and just enjoy what's coming and sometimes we take like these difficult circumstances yeah in the moment they can be difficult yeah but we we're so reactive where sometimes these things come into our life because there is an opportunity being presented there is a greater lesson or blessing at play in play so regardless the situation is going to happen but it's up to you on how you're going to react to it and how and how you're going to essentially like either you take it with grace or you take it with pain Mm -hmm. and so yeah, that's a really good one. And I and then, no seeing you right now, I'm like, you You definitely have been taking this world as your playground because you're so present.
1: And, like, I'm just so much more chilled. You are. Right? And I
0: enjoy seeing you, like, sing. I enjoy seeing you dance. And you're just, like, your wild self, which is actually so refreshing to see because before <laughs> you would, like, no offense, you'd have, like, a stick up your ass. Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> I was because I was just always, like. Yeah, like I was like just eternally like a bitch because I hated the world and I don't know what my problem was. Yeah. I just, I took everything too seriously and that's why I hated everyone in the world. <laughs> I'm just like, it's fine. It's a little crap. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Um, my next question for you is why are we here? Not necessarily right now, but in the greater sense of it. Just hitting me with these
0: questions. Um, I think all of us were brought into this world for a greater purpose. And regardless of how small or big that purpose is or that mission, I think we were all brought here to s- figure out a way to serve the world better so whether it's you know being a helping hand to someone whether it's opening the door for someone or mm-hmm. whether it's as big as being you know someone as like Oprah right um I think all of us were brought into this world collectively to achieve a better um like state mm-hmm. like in in, like in this whole world and I, I genuinely do think that Mm-hmm. And so I think every day we should find little ways. And you don't have to be as big as Oprah. You don't have to go around the world and saving people. Right. Um. But even if it's as small as giving someone a smile mm-hmm. or um, opening the door for someone, um, giving your friend a hug, I feel like those are the things that we should be achieving and going after.
1: Yeah, and I think one thing that that kind of brings to mind is the fact that we're all so connected mm-hmm. and we do play significant or insignificant parts in each other's lives mm-hmm. because of small actions that we do right so that totally makes sense why all of our collective small actions would have a greater effect
0: yeah we're all we're all very unique pieces of the puzzle so and that's another point that I want to bring up is that my purpose is not going to be aligned to your purpose mm-hmm. In the greater scheme of things, like our purpose may be to like serve the world better, but right. the way that I go about it and the way that you go about sure. it, it's going to be different. But like you said, we're all connected, we're all pieces of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And we are the universe, you know, we make up the universe, all of us. And when you put us all together, when you put all the puzzle pieces together, we all make up the universe. Right. Um, but I think one of the biggest things is all of us going after a unique purpose and mission and not losing sight of that. And that's one of the biggest things is not comparing what other someone else is doing is sticking to your path mm-hmm. and trusting your unique path and understanding that my path is not gonna be the same as that person's, but collectively, which however we do it, whether big or small, we are trying to make the world a better place.
1: Right. I, I agree with that, yeah.
0: All right, Raman, um, question for you um let's just take a little bit lighter it might not be as light though what would you do if your parents did not like your partner
1: yeah that's pretty light (laughs) (laughs) um well I think I believe that if that was like my particular situation I wouldn't see that happening just because my parents would love and accept whomever I brought into my life regardless Mm -hmm. of if that person fit their definition of what mm-hmm. they expect from me. But if like, if my parents weren't like that and they were like, I don't know what sometimes a lot of Indian parents are like, where they're, you know, they have a set criteria and if they don't meet it, then they are not exactly uh, welcoming them with mm-hmm. open arms. I think I would tell them to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Just because like that's not how i'm gonna go about my life i'm not never gonna choose a partner that serves like that meets my parents needs right um as long as i am happy i couldn't really care less exactly and in fact i feel that they are being selfish by not giving me their approval Mm -hmm. because clearly i need it so much
0: right um, and at the end of the day, this is like the you'll you will be living that life with your partner mm-hmm. and all that matters at the end of the day is are you are you happy? and sometimes we're so concerned about what other people think about our partners, mm-hmm. and yeah, like you obviously do respect the opinion of your parents, but
1: <laughs> and then also i like another thing that comes to mind is that sometimes like if if um you know someone doesn't necessarily meet their parents' expectations, they might try to mold their partner right to meet the expectations and i feel like that's not necessarily fair to your partner and so i wouldn't do that either i would you know my partner has to be accepted the way they are and that's just the way it is
0: the greatest thing that you can do for your partner is for them to is to allow them to come as they are mm-hmm. and not to change them. That is, I think that is the greatest gift that you can give your partner for sure. And your number one concern shouldn't be whether people think about your partner. We've mm-hmm. obviously not saying that we've never done this before. We've obviously both have gone down oh, this yeah. rabbit hole where we've cared whether people think about our partners. But um, it's so, it's exhausting. But
1: it, but it's not even, it's not about the partner. It's about you exactly. feeling like what you have chosen yeah. is not enough.
0: Yeah. And I was actually talking to one of my friends the other day and she had told me, she's like, you know what I've started doing when my, one of my girlfriends asked me, oh, so what did you think about him? She was like, she's like, instead of saying, like, she's like, before I would be like, oh my God, you know, he's so sweet and he's right. bad and he's this. She's like, I don't like answering that question anymore. So instead I'll just rephrase and be like, as long as you're happy,
1: exactly, I'm
0: happy. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's actually a really good response to it give is. because like, we get so hung up on what our friends think about our partners or yep. what our parents think about our partners, mm-hmm. but it's how do you feel about that person yeah. and are you okay with that person being who they are?
1: And if you are having these concerns about how your partner feel or how your parents feel or how your friends feel about your partner, you need to do some deeper diving inside yourself yeah. and figure out where you have issues exactly. because the partners, the issues lie with yourself and not with your partner.
0: Exactly. And it may be like the fear of what people think about exactly. you, or just um, needing that constant validation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, going back, I think that's like a perfect response to tell them to fuck off. Even though you respect their opinion and you love them, um, you have to just trust yourself. You can't trust. You can't. You can't uh, get the answer from someone else. You have to find the answer within right. yourself. And I and I've had. And a- not everyone's gonna like your partner, and you kind of have to be okay with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I have had conversations with my par- parents about like, if I was to bring someone home that they didn't like, um, like, what would their decision be? And like, you know, jokingly, they have been like, oh, you know, we would like, not accept you and not accept the person. And I've told them that, well, if that was the case, then you're the person on the losing end of this. Yeah. You're the one losing a relationship with mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what it is. And yeah. I think that a lot of people are just really afraid to have those difficult and open conversations it's
0: uncomfortable
1: with their parents. Um and
0: I but, think it's important to hear out their opinions and not just be like, I don't want to hear about it. Be like because they're 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 entitled to their for opinions. Sure, for sure. So I think it's like it's important to, for them to yeah state their opinions, but it's up to you on how you react. Of course. So like, whether you take it with grace and mm-hmm. you're like or you make it about or you take it personally and you're like, you know, fuck you. Like why yeah, are you saying right. this? Yeah. Why are you saying this about my partner? Um, and then you getting all insecure about it you can be like hey i respect your opinion but i trust my decision because i know i'm capable of making the right decisions right. and you guys are gonna have to be okay with that
1: and i think also like with my parents i think at this point in my life they wouldn't necessarily have a problem with anyone i brought into my life unless if they felt that the, the person wasn't treating me right right and mm-hmm. so if that is the case then clearly yeah. there is an issue yeah that i need to be addressing but if that wasn't the reason why they didn't like the person and it was something you know about their religion or yeah. about their race or education yeah um that's when i would be like oh, yeah. I, I have nothing like to give you or yeah i don't want to listen to this
0: and even like being um like younger like when we were in high school or whatever like i feel like we had a tendency of judging our girlfriends partners or like our guy friends partners mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but now I feel like I've gone to a point as long, as long like unless that guy is actually like emotionally right. and physically treating you um with like disrespect and mm-hmm. I am witnessing it, I don't like to get in the middle of people's relationships. And I actually like to trust yeah. my girlfriends or trust my my guy friends and trust that they're making the right decision because they are capable of making mm-hmm. the right decisions.
1: And the fact is, even if they aren't making yeah. the right decision and you know, that's still their journey or lesson that they have to go through and you can't save them from it. You can't, you know, you can't do anything about it other than continuing to support them. And unless they're actually coming to you
0: for advice or Mm -hmm. help, like you just said, you you can't take away someone else's lesson from them. Like you have to, you have to allow them to go through it alone and, and realize that lesson on their own. Unless of course it's a dangerous situation they're in. Right. Um, but if it's you know, it may like it may not be like of the right partner because they're not aligned on like some values. Mm-hmm. That would be a lesson that they would have to learn. Well, no, I
1: mean even I'm just thinking even in let's say abusive situations, you can't necessarily walk in and take the person out of it because that's still their decision to make. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I and I and I believe that because. And I think the only thing that you can do in that situation is still just support because that's what the person needs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because unless that person is actually willing to get help and willing to get advice or willing to walk out of that situation, Mm -hmm. you can't force that person out of it. And again, it's their lesson to learn. Mm -hmm. So the most important thing you can do is just trust your friends and, or even like trust your kids when they are dating someone and, at the end of the day, your opinion of them doesn't matter because they're the ones in that relationship and yep. you don't know the dynamics of the relationship.
1: Yep. Yeah, we digress. <laughs> um my question for you is why did you cry the last time you did? I <laughs>
0: actually cried on Friday. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, which is two days or three
0: doesn't matter three days ago <laughs> <laughs> um but it wasn't like sad tears okay. they were more so happy tears um I was just like I this I was just really like having a day of just connecting with myself yeah and um really embracing like how my journey has been so far yeah so there were more just like tears like jo- like tears of joy just um appreciating how far I've come and where i am right now like personally like on a personal mm-hmm. development um level i like just to like think back um from where i was maybe even like a year ago or like two years ago i feel <laughs> like i'm a completely different person so it was more of just and sometimes like i think we forget to celebrate our wins mm-hmm. right and so we, we forget to celebrate our wins and even like wins like such personal development stuff like we're so like quick to maybe like celebrate like material achievements right but sometimes we don't take a minute to just pause and just celebrate um like how far we've come and like for me sometimes I forget to just give myself a hug and then just like give myself that love and just be like hey you're doing good or give myself that pat on the back and um sometimes I don't realize that I need that like self-celebration until someone else tells me like hey look you're doing a great job and I'm Mm -hmm. like oh yeah like I am but like Friday was like probably like the first time in a long time where I actually like sat down and I really connected with myself and I was talking to myself like I was my own best friend mm-hmm. and it was such a beautiful moment and it just tears were just flowing and it was just like a state of flow mm-hmm. um, and I really did appreciate that moment because I feel like I need to have more of those
1: yeah like don't you feel like sometimes when you have a good cry like even if it is happy tears or sad tears you just feel it's just feels so cathartic yeah you just feel so much lighter and you're like okay i'm done
0: (laughs) but it's just like i can
1: move on now
0: but it's just like sometimes we get so embarrassed with these tears but we need to allow it's our divine feminine you know wanting to express and we just gotta let her out sometimes we gotta let her let her cry we gotta allow her we gotta allow her to express it's just
1: but see that's the thing like we aren't necessarily allowed to express ourselves in the crying sense, because I mean, for example, like, let's just say you were ever happy about something at work and you cried, Mm -hmm. people would think that you're like unstable and it would, you know, people would probably start talking about you and it wouldn't exactly work in your favor.
0: And yeah, and that's the thing. And like that's how I, like, me, you and I are like huge criers. I like, cry I'm cried at work. But <laughs> okay. we no, it's, for... it's,
1: it's secretively. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the
0: thing. The secretively part. But like a, like a couple like actually like a few months ago was my one of my good friends. He was like what it, he asked. He asked me the question and he was like, so what do you do when like you're faced with a situation, whether it's good or bad? And I obviously gave like the most like logistical answer, right? And whether it's like a bad situation, it's like okay, I have all these tools implemented, so I'm gonna use those tools and I'm gonna move forward. Right. He's like, but what are you gonna do initially? Cry. And I, and I totally missed it, even though I'm a huge crier.
1: Right. I was just
0: like, oh yeah, feel. I'm gonna feel things. Right. So whether it's good or bad, yeah. like whether it's like a positive situation or an apparent negative situation. Mm-hmm it is so important to just feel and allow your d- divine feminine to come out and really understand the way that you're feeling and just be with yourself, connect with yourself, how you would hug your best friend, hug yourself. Yeah. But sometimes we forget to do that. And and it's silly to think that you would even do that during good times. And you're like, oh my God, you're just doing such an amazing job and like cry and just like <laughs> hug yourself. But for me, that was like, oh my, it actually built trust for Within for myself right it actually built like I trust myself more Mm -hmm. after I had that moment because I was like I am able to actually celebrate myself without feeling weird about it Mm
1: -hmm. I find that I like cry especially if I'm mad like angry tears (laughs) which makes me angrier with myself because I'm like oh I can't even articulate (laughs) what I'm saying all I'm doing is sitting here and crying Mm -hmm. and but I feel like since I'm since I'm doing all the other crying in other areas of my life I've gotten better at not crying when I'm angry yeah like you like you know what I mean I've gotten better at expressing myself yeah. in that angry state right um instead of just resorting to tears yeah. right away
0: yeah but it's all like I think the biggest thing is not to have shame with those tears mm-hmm. um because that's just a simple it's just a way that you express yourself but that shouldn't be no I'm like it I don't think that part of yourself should be hidden or it should be um Figure like, should be done secretly like that is the way that you express yourself
1: Also, I feel like part of it is because like our parents well Amadeep's dad and my mom they're both siblings and they are both the biggest criers mm-hmm. in our family mm-hmm. I would say and I remember growing up like seeing my mom or even your dad crying like it just it just made me uncomfortable right so I feel like I didn't want to like be like that but right. now I'm just getting more um like, I've gotten to a better point where I can accept the fact that, hey, yeah. I'm just an emotional person and I cry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. There's no, there shouldn't be any shame behind it. I think, if anything, it takes a lot of courage to be able to express your emotions like that. Mm-hmm. Because people, it, it does get... It, like i like you you probably will get laughed at sometimes I'm like why the hell are you crying
1: yeah um oh and i and god. i have had
0: that before i have had like people laughing at me and be like oh my god you're too emotional you're too sensitive right? but now i'm just like actually it takes a lot of courage and, and strength it just makes
1: you that much more frustrated yeah. in, in your own head because yeah. you're like Nobody gets it, and you just want to cry more.
0: But it takes a lot of strength and courage to actually express vulnerability like that, Mm -hmm. to be able to cry. Because a lot of people are afraid of crying and afraid of showing their emotions. So I think it's actually a powerful tool that we have that we're able to show emotions and like and show like vulnerability. Mm I agree. It's not the easiest thing to do. I agree. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) So my question for you. Um, I feel like I know what you're going to say to this question, but um, I'm going to ask you anyways because I am curious to see where you're going to take it. But if you were asked to go to an island for a year where there was no one else there, (laughs) would you take someone with you? Someone? (laughs) Um, Or would you take, like, would you choose, like, if they asked you to choose, you're going your five of your friends you take with you what would you do
1: um and it's for a year that i have to go yeah to an island yeah oh i'm going alone (laughs) i knew it it's just because like i mean a year is a long time on Mm -hmm. an island to just be stuck with one person figuring out how to survive i feel like i would have more fun doing that on my own Mm. And then it would be awesome to come back and tell you guys all my cool stories. I think that's so, (laughs) that's what I love about you. It's like your ability to be by your,
0: be so comfortable being by yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you're so independent and you love your own company that hanging out with yourself is not a weird concept.
1: I think that's probably the only child thing though. Cause like, you know, growing up as an only child, like because you're only around adults, you have to learn to figure out how to play by yourself. Mm-hmm. So you start to enjoy your own company. Um, so I think that's probably where that comes from. But yeah, so I would probably go to an island by myself sorry
0: guys <laughs> <laughs> no i think that's like i i admire that so much because the normal common answer that you would get is like oh my god i don't know if i would be able to choose able to choose like the five <laughs> oh, friends but no, for you it was, want, oh but god. for you is so simple and it was like no i i'd i'd actually go by myself and i think that'd be a really good like trust building activity for a year Mm-hmm. To like be able to like figure things and be able to survive on your own. Like, mm-hmm. imagine having to learn to survive on your own. Like, that I couldn't think of it even like a bigger, uh, like, trust building exercise.
1: Right. Yeah. And I mean, I probably wouldn't survive, but you guys <laughs> would have a good story. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, our crazy friend Robert. But yeah, <laughs> like
0: the courage, the courage to be on your own and the courage to, um, yeah, just a courage to like be independent and like not be afraid of being on your own or even like being uncomfortable with your own
1: mm-hmm.
0: like with your own self. That is a powerful thing about you. So I think that should be celebrated.
1: Thank you. I've uh I've never like paid that much attention to that because it's just something that I've always grown with. hmm So yeah, thanks though. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think that's all of our questions for today. Um, We'd like to thank you all for listening. And please leave us your comments and likes and let us know what you think. And can't wait to talk to you guys again. Bye, guys. Bye.